In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Let's try that again. Christ is in our midst. I, I understand because, you know, we've been in the Pascha season. It's been a lot of Christ is risen and all sorts of things, uh, different languages. So you're, you're a little rusty. But uh, um, on this day, the Feast of the Ascension, the church puts before us the Feast of Deification. The Feast of our Theosis. And what we have in the life of Christ in the festal cycle of the year, we have the whole story of God condescending to take on human form, the Word becoming flesh and tabernacling among, among us, and then rescuing us, rescuing mankind from the depths of death and corruption in Hades, and then lifting us up into the heavens. So, for the Feast of the Resurrection, what we have is Christ is kind of like a, a deep sea diver who goes down to, to rescue the buried treasure and bring it back to the surface. Okay? And Christ takes us from Hades and brings us back to where He created us. But with the Feast of the Ascension, Christ is more like Superman, taking Lois Lane up into the heavens, like, hold on, and here we go. We go from where He created us to where He is. You see the difference? The Feast of the Resurrection brings us from being subhuman back to being human. The Feast of the Ascension takes us from being human to being deified humans, uber-humans. Not just super-humans, but above human nature, filled with the divine grace. And even in the prayers before communion, there's the, the prayer of St. Simeon. He talks about our human nature being ennobled, ennobled by Christ's ascension. Thou who ascended and sat at the right hand of the Father, thereby ennobling our human nature. So to enable me to sit at the right hand of the Father. So this is our feast of deification. We can remove sin from our life and still be an empty vessel. But that's different than being filled with the grace of God. That's different than being filled with His life. And in the Feast of the Ascension, what we have is Christ saying that the human life can be God's life. Because His human body is forever and eternally joined with His divine person. He doesn't leave his body behind on earth and then go back to heaven. He takes the body with him. So what happens when we die? We rise from the tomb. Everybody will rise, and Christ says this himself, some to the resurrection of condemnation and some to the resurrection of life. But the Feast of the Ascension is the final piece of the puzzle of of 
God's economy, of God's salvation for us. Remember way back when at the beginning of Lent I talk about the doors of paradise being closed? And then there was an angel with the fiery sword guarding the way to paradise. The Feast of the Ascension returns us to paradise. It doesn't just, the resurrection opens paradise, ascension returns us to paradise. Gets us in the door. Okay? Now, with that in mind, there are three liturgical instances of the ascension that I want to point out. Three references to the ascension in the middle of the liturgy. The first is in the middle of the anaphora. And, um, and it's right before the consecration of the gifts. And the priest prays, Having in remembrance, therefore, this saving commandment, the commandments to take, eat, and drink, um, and all those things which have come to pass for us, the cross, the grave, the third day resurrection, the ascension into heaven, the sitting at the right hand, and the second and glorious coming. So the ascension is there. That's like the very core of our salvation history. The cross, the grave, the third day resurrection, the ascension into heaven, the sitting at the right hand, and the second and glorious coming. Then we say, Thine own of thine own we offer unto thee. So we have these events in mind, and then we offer the bread and the wine and ask the Holy Spirit to turn them into the Lord's body and blood. Later, in the liturgy, later in the liturgy, um, actually it was a little bit before, forgive me, I'm a little out of order, right before the great entrance, right before the great entrance, the priest goes to the back table, the prothesis table where the gifts have been prepared, and before he hands the discos, which is the plate with the bread on it, before he hands that to the deacon, the deacon says, lift up master, and the priest says, God has gone up with the shout, the Lord with the sound of jubilation. That is like the prokemenon, the sort of the, the bumper sticker of this feast of the ascension. Right? And then the priest hands the discos to the deacon. So every time the discos gets elevated, the ascension is like there taking place. Okay? And then we process the gifts and put it on the altar, and then it becomes the Lord's body. Then we have the part in the anaphora that I mentioned, and then right after Holy Communion, right after Holy Communion, the priest turns around and wipes all the remaining particles from the discos into the chalice. These are all the commemorations, the saints and the living and the departed that we pray for. Okay? They don't go into the chalice before serving communion because we only serve the consecrated body as Holy Communion. But once these particles go in to the chalice, they become deified, right? They become the body of Christ. And we treat it as such. So, we have here an image of salvation, right? All these particles, everybody in the church gets a particle. I pray for everybody by name before the liturgy. And then after communion, after you receive your particle, you go into the chalice you are putting on Christ. Okay? And then the deacon says, Exalt, Master. Exalt, Master. And the priest prays a line from the end of Psalm 56. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth, while 
sensing. Right? This is you see you see this happen, okay? But you don't hear the lines. And then and then the priest turns around and elevates the chalice. Right? Shows it to the people, elevates the chalice and says, Always, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Well that's kind of funny. That's like the second half of a sentence. It's like missing the, the verb, right? Like it's missing the beginning part. Well, what is that? That elevation of the chalice is also a reference to the ascension. Right? So, what's the picture here? The people receive communion, and then the, the particles, all the commemorations, are put into the chalice and become the body and blood of Christ, and then it's elevated, then the ascension takes place. So the ascension is the fulfillment of deification. It's the fulfillment, it's the end goal of our work on this earth, of our salvation. And this happens in every single liturgy. And so when the priest turns around and elevates the chalice, the people are supposed to bow in humble reverence. Because what would you do, what would you do, what would you have done if you were on the Mount of Olives and saw Christ go up? First of all, you would be in awe. Oh my goodness, what is going on? And then once you realize what's going on and you have angels talking to you, you'd probably bow in reverence. I'm not worthy to be here, right? much like the disciples on Mount Tabor for the Transfiguration. So there are these three liturgical instances of the Ascension that I wanted to point out because it goes unnoticed by most people. You don't hear most of this. But the Ascension is present in every single liturgy. It's easy to see our commemoration of the crucifixion and resurrection of our Lord and the mystical supper. It's easy to see that in the liturgical services, but the ascension is there and it's all important. All the feasts of Christ are important and if you take one away, we lose our salvation. They all go together. There's no ascension without the Annunciation. There's no Pascha without Christmas, right? But the fullness of the story is in all of them, and the ascension is the entrance into heaven. So as we go out this week, let us take our thoughts up to heaven. Let us continue to strive for repentance, to purify our bodies and our souls and our hearts, so that we can be deified so that we don't just end up as a lifeless corpse in the tomb, but that we can rise to heaven where our human nature sits with the God-man, our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, may we all see the kingdom of heaven, and may we all sit at the right hand of the Father with our Lord Jesus Christ, so that we can praise and glorify the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Amen.